we stumble upon a pair of stoners in their natural habitat. Notice the red eyes and laid-back demeanor. Now it looks like they're going to talk to each other. Let's listen in. Welcome back to 2020, uh, the Rambling Stoners, the first episode of the year in February. <laughs> um, yeah, largely we all knew that was going to happen. Um, so yeah, we're back. This is uh, technically episode 8, but kind also episode 7 of real episodes. So you guys may have heard the the, the weird little D&D experiment that I put out while I was over in Japan. Hope you guys enjoyed it. But we're back now to uh, the regular airwaves and to provide you with some sterling content as always. Um, obviously, myself have been in Japan, um, so which is why we've not been around for a while. It took us a little getting back into a routine until we got together to short together to sort things out but we're back so say hello bungle hello <laughs> I, I asked him to say it he's got a mouthful of vapors oh, yeah. hello. Hello. um and this week uh, because we're going to be regaling you with a little bit of our stories from a month in japan uh we are joined by again once again by my fiance naomi hello Hey, so, and who also, once again, has had a book come out in between the time we were, you were last recorded. Yeah, I can't remember exactly when it came out, but it was in December. Yeah, which is where we were back on in like October. So we've got another book to push to all (laughs) you guys while we're out there. Um, But yeah, so I think we're just going to kick it off with um, talking, because it's been a, it's been a long while and it's one of our traditional segments. Bong, what have you been vaping, mate? Um, well, <laughs> I, I'm still rocking the goat on the uh, Asmodus Luna. But I'm it, vaping a... As you say, it wouldn't be a new show if the first thing I did wasn't just punch the fucking mic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, with Homeboy's um, Valencia Orange and Passion Fruit from the uh, Botanicals range. Or Homeboy Volume 2, as it's now being called. Interesting. I'm ne- I've never... Oh, <laughs> Interestingly, I've never been like a huge fan of orange, citrus. Like I like citrus fakes, like lime especially, but orange I've never quite got on with. How is it? Uh, this is like vaping lilt. <laughs> okay, that's quite nice. I don't know, that sounds yeah. pretty horrible. Um, no, no. Well, not, not like a fizzy lilt. <laughs> I mean, imagine like um, a soft, uh, like a squash, that flavoured, that sort of orangey passion fruit. Like it Robinson's like Tropical Squash yeah. or something. Oh, fucking hell. Wind's blown my door open. <laughs> I'll just let you go just to deal with that. So we're talking like Robinson. Uh, for those in America, squash is what we call cordial, I guess. Uh, it's the shit that you mix it, you dilute with, with water to give... Yeah, to concentrate. You dilute it with water to give it flavour. Squash. <laughs> I don't know why we... Where did squash come from as a term mm, for... Maybe because for... you would squash fruit maybe. to get the concentrate? I'm sure. I, I, I'm sure it's something to do with umbongo. Umbongo specifically. You drink it in the Congo. I know that. Everyone knows that. <laughs> but I don't know if they uh, originated the term squash. I don't know. I don't know. It just feels like a, 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 an umbongo associated word. Okay. Yeah, it feels like that to me. Related to a squash. We'll go back to that. Uh, <laughs> it's like the more, the more adult high fruit squashes, not like your um yeah. shitty whole orange shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like a like a posh. Like a, 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 a cordial light that you'd pay about four 
quid for in Tesco. Yeah, one of the cordials that comes in a glass bottle. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know the ones you mean. So, any new uh, like mods? Any athletes uh, no, or anything? Last thing I got was the uh, the goat. Mm. Um, still running on that. That's really nice. I've so, gone back to using the uh, Mesh Pro for a bit. Okay, yeah, nice. Well, so I've got that on the go with a on my um, Vupu Drag One. <laughs> nice. So I just yeah, to prefer it on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I took uh, obviously what I've been vaping mostly has been what I, what I was able to take into Japan so I've talked about it briefly last time I we went to Japan Japan has some weird fucking rule laws like so you can't nicotine based liquids are illegal over there but you, vaping is quite big because a lot of people get their nicotine imported imported because you can import up to 100 mils of nicotine um, so, and like if you're flying in there you can only have 100 mils of nicotine containing juice now because it was me and Naomi I basically was able to take 200 because it was 100 per person and then I should have some of my carry-on luggage and uh, not my carry-on my check luggage anyway and they never fucking checked it so i was there with about 300 mil so you know you can probably get through with plenty um and it only, i only need that much because we were there for like a month um also, but be bec- check anything because all your bottles i'm guessing if they're short fills are going to say zero milligrams yes anyway. yes they do <laughs> which is a beautiful thing yeah. um so but mainly, actually, because mainly most of my stuff was in 10 mil bottles, because you can't smoke in the streets over there, um, I was taking a lot of pod systems so I could stealth ape in the streets because otherwise I have to go into smoking rooms with smokers. And yeah, yeah. I, I had to do it a lot anyway. And God, my lungs felt That's like the it. thing I don't get, though. Like, oh, you know, we can't have you smoking and vaping on the streets. That would be appalling. But if you want to smoke in a restaurant where people are eating, that's cool. Like, you go ahead. That's, that's not all restaurants, though. No, but it's still a weird thing. <laughs> it's still a lot of... Them because I mean, I was going into every restaurant we went into. I was like, uh, Kitsuen wa dejubaduska, which is, is, it, yeah. is it okay to smoke? Uh, Kitsuen, uh, being the word like to smoke, uh, dajubu, uh, dajubu means it's okay, but if you put deska at the end, it becomes a question. So it's like, it, is it okay? Um, Nero's Japanese lesson for the day. So yeah, I, I I've been vaping on the Smok Novo Two was my go to while we were out there because it's it's tiny, it fit in my pocket, and you can you can hold it in until like virtually no vapor comes out. I mean, I was using it on the motherfucking plane for Christ's sake. Um, the isn't that a um, international law break? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But like eleven and a half hours, or like a motherfucker on the internet. Well done. <laughs> well, no more international flights for us. Uh, eleven and a half hours on a motherfucking plane man don't nobody need that shit so um yeah so I, I took that with me i took one um one kind of sub bone vape for with, with me for mainly lived in the hotel and i used it when we got back in the hotel in the evening um and that was my vupu drag mini topped with um god it's one of the single coil rtas uh from um Oh, fuck, I can't remember. Uh, the company that did the mesh tank before the Vandy Bape, the what the mesh tank I had. Oh, um, you had the... Was it the... Oh, God. Either way, I, I took... Profile. Yes, I, so it's this... Who, who makes that? Watofo. So I um, took up one of their Watofo, Watofo single-coil um, um, jobbies. I'm just turning my headphones up a little bit. Yeah, I took one of the Watofo single-coil jobbies with me. Um... And I was using that in the the hotel room and just like a couple of bottles of large juice. I did take it out with me occasionally, but other than the Smok Novos, uh, I was I took 
I bought an Asphate Micro, but the pod on it broke while I was out there. So while I was actually out there, I went into Beyond Vape in Japan and picked up the Dot Mod AIO. So it's a little pod kit that takes two different types of coils. You've got a 1.4 direct along and a, a 0.7 mesh. Uh, it takes a single triple uh, 18 a single 18650 battery, um, and it just it's nice and sleek and yeah, it's really good, good flavor. The coils last a good while, but fucking expensive because it's dot mod. It was like basically about 200 bucks. Um, and more expensive because it was in Japan. Vape devices are just more expensive over there. Uh, the other one that I had with me that was um, uh, a godsend was the um, Grim Green uh, Hell Vape uh, pod kit. Oh, very nice. Yeah, which I'm still rocking. The pot, The one thing I'll say on this, the coils on this last fucking ages and they've got great flavor and it's just really light and easy to use um been rocking a slew of different high nick salt juices in there um and the other i picked up another pod kit because i've been really getting into the high nick pod stuff um i picked up um squid industries little kind of tank pod thing because it's got like a rebuildable tank but it's a it's pod it's weird it's cool um it's called the squad the squid squad Sorry, try saying that 10 times fast when you've got dry mouth. No, excuse me for burping there. That's all right. We didn't hear anything. I think I talked I think I talked through it. But <laughs> now everybody yeah. knows anyway. Yeah. Oh, I still apologize. If you do hear it like you're listening to this on headphones or some shit, I do apologize. But you should be used to it by now. All kinds of weird stuff weird sounds come out of this show. Um so Sorry, just turn heads up, headset up a bit. Um, so, um, as I was saying, actually, no, that's too loud. <laughs> yeah, so I was saying, I've, I've lodged me on the pod system. So, yeah, uh, again, other than that, I've not really picked up any new vape stuff. Um, um, yeah, just because I've been on holiday and I took everything I need with me for a month. I stockpiled for fucking ages, so I've not had to buy anything for ages. Although I did have to buy a new Novo too, because I lost the other one. I literally put it down on the table and the gremlins that have taken the socks and the spoons from our houses... There is of, a travelling black hole in our house, but the, it only takes your stuff. It's taken... <laughs> and I guess no, the cutlery. And the cutlery. It's taken... We lost, like, our entire teaspoons, all of them. They all just disappeared. No, no, no. I one. Guarantee. There was one. One was remaining. Oh, yeah, so we had one remaining teaspoon. I guarantee one of your cats has been hoarding them somewhere. I think it's Nara. I think she's she's giving them to her reprobate boyfriend and he's selling them for drugs. Oh, he's using them for drugs. He's like heating up oh, his yeah, own possibly. cat yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's definitely... Um, that's a thing I can see Nara doing. Yeah, I can, I can definitely I could definitely see that as well. Um, she seem like an enabler. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. she loves him. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, but that... Um, that yeah, so that I lost my Novo um, to that black hole, which has a lot of my socks in it, like a lot of my fucking socks. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, that, that's that's uh, I guess that's what we've been vaping. There's not there's not a lot to say there really. Yeah, but yeah it's 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 nice to have that one kind of like ice breaking segment to get back into the rhythm of things. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, other than that, I guess. Um, it's been a packed month for us on our side. So how was, before we delve into regaling people with talk, stories from Japan, which we'll sprinkle out, sprinkle in throughout the episode rather than just hammering on about it for an hour. Um, how was your New Year's and uh, uh, how was your New Year break, Bung? Uh, yeah, it was really nice. Uh, just sort of um, chilled out with uh, friends and the missus. Um, New Year's Eve, just um, went out for a curry with a load of guys. Well, a load of the guys and... Uh, 
went back to one of their gaffs and just uh, chilled there and then crashed there the night after drinking an absolute shit ton of whiskey. Nice. Uh, we actually had a pretty kick-ass New Year's in um, Japan. Shinjuku. In Shinjuku. So we um, shout out to uh, uh, my kind of friend. Uh, his name is uh, Kent Cobain. He's a Japanese lad that we met in Asakusa at the Sensoji Temple when we were in Japan, uh, Ninemaya, which is two years ago. Um <clears throat> Uh, and uh, he like I messaged him on Facebook and was like look are there any good kind of rock places or you know club, like rock clubs metal bars whatever in, in around Tokyo that you recommend going to for New Year's and he pointed us to this bar called uh, Bar Sai which like literally you walk in it's on the second or third floor of, uh, in, of this building in Shinjuku and I tell you what it's literally the size of my studio. It's tiny yeah, as fuck. Maybe like twelve people in there yeah. comfortably. And um, but we walk in, they're playing some good metal. They put on some down and like all kinds of Pantera, Metallica, you know the usual staples that you hear in any good classic metal pub. Um, uh, but they had this thing which was like if you ring the bell, you cow buy bell. cowbell. If you ring the cowbell, you you it means you're buying Jaeger bombs for everyone in the. Uh, uh, everyone in the bar so I did that uh, I was like I want to make a friend tonight so I'm like how do I make friends I know I buy shots of the bar and then see who starts talking to me so I did that and then um, an Offspring song came on on Smash uh, from Smash and um, I think it was come out and play and then the song directly after it me and this uh guy uh, Australian guy Rob uh, we both start immediately singing the next track <laughs> just because force of habit you know um, yeah. and we looked at each other and was like you always do it right yeah and then so I ended up chatting to him and his missus Kate, Kate yeah um, chatting to them for a while because uh, he noticed my AFI tattoo and he had an alkaline trio tattoo and we're like alright cool we, we found we found like minded people um, mm-hmm. so we stayed in there drinking them uh, in Bar Sai till probably about 11-ish yeah, half 10 11-ish not particularly long I don't think uh, because they knew of this bar which literally opposite the way which is any metaler going to Japan I strongly recommend going into this bar it's fucking kick ass uh, it's a bar called Mother in in Shinjuku, it's on the straight same street as a place called Kakeme Gyoza, um, which is the best damn gyoza you will ever fucking have. I'm telling you now. Uh, but the the whole thing about this bar is it's just run by this one kind of like middle aged chick, uh, <clears throat> Japanese woman. And the thing is, for every drink you buy, you get to pick two songs to add into the play- the song playlist. So you, when you get given the drinks menu, you also get given the the song menu. And the song menu is just a list of uh, artists. And you tell you point at the artist, and she brings you their entire back catalogue on CD. And you go through and pick out the tracks that you want from them. And then she just queues up the CDs on the back of the bar, and she's like, like, and there's no one else working with her, so she's making all the drinks, taking all the orders, making sure all the CDs are queued, changed, because she doesn't have, like, a oh, CD no. change or anything. It's just a one CD drive. Man, it's a kick-ass look. Again, it's the size of my... Yeah, maybe I mean, a little anything, bit it was long. even smaller than bar size. Yeah, it's tiny <laughs> as fuck, but such a great atmosphere, such a cool concept, and you're effectively... If, if, if like us, you're sat at the bar, you're effectively picking the music all night long. It's great. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, we ran the gambit from what, like, Cradle of Phil through... My Chemical Romance. My Chemical Romance. Bad uh, Religion. Like, Bad Religion, Pantera. Dropkick Murphys. Yeah, it was just brilliant, brilliant way to spend New Year's Eve. Mm. And I got absolutely shit-faced. 
So I was so hungover the next you, day. You were not as bad. Do you remember that guy on the train that the girl was trying to wake up and she had to like drag him off the train and he just collapsed on the platform and she oh, couldn't get him moving? Yeah, that was like, fucking like, like... I felt really sorry for her. But at the same time, it was kind of funny. It was. Like, not he was dead. Not as... I was not as funny. He was, I, was, I was telling this about someone last night, actually, about the guy in the cat cafe. Oh, that was just weird. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that was just... So we went to... Uh, we were in... Uh, what was it? That was that was on. Was it Mocha? Yeah, in, in Harajuku. Harajuku. Yeah. yeah. And um, so first off, Mocha in Harajuku has a British short hair cat in there called Nero. <laughs> so I'm like, he he was my but he was my buddy, he was my boy <laughs> while I was there. Uh, but um, yes, we walk in and he's kind of like just vigorously petting, like rubbing the cats, kind of both hands, like really rubbing in, rubbing them and rubbing them. And like, it's a little bit weird, but he yeah. saw some of the staff doing yeah, it exactly. as well. I so think was he'd like, seen them doing it and was like, okay, they'll let me do it. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But then like, we walk into the next room and he's there on all fours, just rubbing his face into this one cat. It was <laughs> the weirdest. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that face you just pulled is the exact face that we did when we walk in, you look and you go, is he? Yeah, what? he's doing that. He's, yeah. And like, That's... I mean, I mean, you do you. Fair enough. Yeah, like, yeah. Weird. yeah. Like, you know, I, I get like get fussing your cat and rub, like rubbing your hair. But, but you, when it's your, your cat, cat. Yeah. like in a cat yeah. cafe, you just kind of stroke them and yeah. pet them a bit. And it's like, it, yeah. yeah, it was very, very strange. Yeah. On um, the other hand, the cat let him do it. Yeah, so there was the cat was not like I mean if the cat wasn't chill that he would yeah, have a face full of scratches. Exactly. Uh, we also did a pig cafe, which <laughs> that was, was kind of that was so regimented. Like I get you know because obviously the whole swine flu issue and the guy going in yeah, as yeah. we were leaving. But so, so yeah, because there are concerns about swine flu. Obviously, you have to say if you've been yeah. traveling in countries where it's it's been noted, and you have to kind of wash your hands. It's very controlled. Like you go in when they tell you, and you take off your shoes, and you do the hygiene thing, and you sit here and you look at the pigs, mm. and then they call you when you're done, and you just have to wash up and go again so it, yeah. it's not as relaxing as some of the other cafes no definitely but not. as we were leaving there was this couple there who just seemed they just didn't get the swine flu thing they were like so are these pigs dangerous like do these pigs have swine flu like are we in trouble it's like <laughs> the sign is it's pretty clear like there's nothing yeah. complicated about this it's basically if you have come from a place a country known for having swine flu like china or somewhere you need yeah. to state that you've been from there yeah because you basically they're not going to let you in in case you are carrying something yeah it's like it, the, it, it's not difficult to understand <laughs> you no. can't just take them aside and be like this is what this means yeah, yeah. and then uh, just down the road from that like we'll list off the animal cafes now because since <laughs> we're into important it part. Um, we went to uh, a place called Harajuku Harajuku Kawaizu, uh, which is they have they have ferrets, okay, uh, which are cool. Mm -hmm. They have meerkats. We got to hold Amazing. meerkats. Oh my god, I want a meerkat. Yeah, no, they are so, so lovely that you don't understand. They just they like so cuddle lovely. up to you, and they're like the most precious yeah. little things in the world. They're so friendly and so <laughs> lovely, and they make the chir the cutest chirping yeah. noises. Are uh, like I want a meerkat in my life. <laughs> um, they had a capybara. So he we got to sit cool. and chill out with a cappy, but he was really friendly as well. Shakes like, your hand for yeah, treats. Yeah, they taught him to do paw for treats. He, he's just really chill, really cool. And most importantly... I've seen pictures of those fuckers in the wild and like every great. animal just seems to chill around them, like crocodiles would just chill yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. that is definitely Anything. the vibe they put like, out. Oh, just chill here. It's a cappybara. Who gives a fuck? It's, <laughs> yeah, let's just chill with this fucker. And, they, and that is exactly what they're like. They just chill out. Mm -hmm. Um... 
Uh, but most importantly, they had a Fennec Fox. <laughs> with, uh-huh. Yeah, the fe- uh, it's like I want I've I wanted a Fennec Fox for so long, and getting to meet one for the first time was just like really kind of like, <laughs> oh, it's like a real Pokemon. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um, so that 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 was really cool. Um, and then yeah, we did a few cat cafes. Did yeah. the Harajuku Snake Cafe. Yeah, I really like it there. We got to see the same uh, ball python, Michael, that we yeah. held last time we were there. He's great. He's mm-hmm. got bigger as well. Um, Chunky boy. They have some. They have over 150 different snakes. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. They 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 rotate them in so to minimize stress on the snake. So only yeah. like the long set snakes will only like be out among or be able to be viewed for like a, a about three or four hour period mm-hmm. at a time, and then they're given six hours of, away from the public of rest, and that's how they start. That's they make they, so they make sure all the snakes are like always pretty chill and yeah. well. Uh, you yeah. know, if any of them are showing stress signs, they immediately rotate them out. They like really give a shit about the snakes. It's really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they had some gorgeous. What was the green horned? Oh, was, it, was that some kind of boa? <sighs> this not the one that the was on this, no the one with the little the green bright green one with the horn. I thought nose. that was a boa. Are they? I don't think boas are horned. Hmm. Either way, they had yeah. this cool little green horn, this green horned snake as well, which mm. was gorgeous. Oh no, maybe it was one of the rat snakes. It might be. Yeah, yeah. it could. That that makes sense because I think you can get horned rats. Snakes. Yeah. Horned. <laughs> not horned, just horned rats. <laughs> That would be crazy. <laughs> we saw a rat. Well, you—I mean, you saw it. I kind of caught a fleeting glimpse of it. I, I swear to God, this rat was the size. This of was a not cat. in a cafe. Or anything. No, this was just, just in like, the street. Yeah, we were just walking down <laughs> the street. Yeah, you used to live in London, so you're used to that shit. Oh yeah, completely. I mean, you're never more than four feet away from a rat. So, uh, but yeah, uh, we stayed in absolute lavish luxury as well in uh, Tokyo, but uh, Kyoto. Kyoto, but. The one thing that happened to both of us is we were like sick for two weeks. We both got like the most brutal flu. Well, I got the most brutal flu, and then Naomi got it off me, and I got it like the days of Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, oh, was, oh, I was so I, I was so brutal. It's just your curse to be sick for Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, every year. So um, that was brutal. But we we lived in lavish luxury in Kyoto, uh, five star hotel, Kaiseki meals. Oh, Kyoto's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, that was that's been. But of course, while we've been away, we've been having to watch the world slowly disintegrate and crumble. Continue to do so. Oh yeah, and I, I, to be honest, it's not even that slowly. So yeah, what's it like not being part of the continent anymore? <laughs> well, um, I, I know it doesn't really kick in till the end of the year, but yeah, it's um, well, it, it sort of seems um. This is giving authorization to stuff like racism to be more prevalent across uh, social media and yeah. just in general day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this uh, this was kind of what I think a lot of us feared was going to happen. Well, a lot of the people knew was going to fucking happen, let's be honest. Oh, yeah, sorry. With, um, when Trump came to power, it's like, oh, all of a sudden racism's fine again in the yeah. States. It was the same after the initial Brexit, Brexit. referendum. Yeah. There was an yeah. immediate spike in kind of, you know, racial abuse, hate crimes, especially towards Polish people in Cambridge. Yeah. I saw a lot of stories in the local press about Polish people being told, you know, like, you've got to go home now and all this kind of shit. So I think it's, yeah, it's going to be more of the same. What was the... Um Oh god, the sign that was on that tower block. Oh, went up in a block of flats. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was I mean I can't remember it completely, but it it was basically to the effect of if you live in this block of flats and you don't speak English, you need to leave now. Wow. I yeah. think it was Norwich. 
<laughs> fucking Norwich. <laughs> yeah. Um, great head shop, but... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, Norwich Town Centre's all right, but, yeah, fucking just the Norwich vibe, if you know what I'm... It's kind of like the Innsmouth look. <laughs> it's the Norwich vibe. <laughs> you just go there and you're like, I'm not sure about this. <laughs> it's like, the city looks nice, but there's something amiss with the people. Uh, Wait, they're all cousins! <laughs> it's it's walks past like Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> Like Sorry, 20, 30 years back in time. Mm. It really is. Yeah. So how much, because um, there's a load of stuff in, in the papers here about how you're not allowed to say Brexit anymore. Like, Brexit is done. Brexit is a historical thing that's happened and we don't use the word Brexit anymore. Like, is that true? <laughs> what um, do we use then? Not that I've noticed. Well, I don't know. Um, it's all about negotiations now. So you don't talk about Brexit. You talk about the trade deals and the Canada outcome or the so Australia outcome. what we talk about is post-Brexit negotiations then. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I'm all for calling it something else than, uh, than Brexit. Stupid mistake. Um, fucking mess. Screw up. One of the biggest political misfires of the last century. Brexit encapsulates it all so nicely, though. Yeah. yeah. If only you could work, like, Brexit it penis in there like it just needs a, a pe- like maybe <laughs> if, you, if you write Brexit so the B is like the bollocks and then the Rexit is the penis <laughs> that, that 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 would encapsulate everything about Brexit perfectly um, so yeah that's that that and obviously yeah we were following along the Trump impeachment I say in like the Trump oh, sham style. Fucking um sham mm-hmm. Oh my god, it was hilarious. Like it's not sham, it's it's sham. not hilarious. That's the fucking problem. It 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 it's so bad that it's it's like it's like Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. It's so bad it's funny. But it's also just, just bad. bad. Yeah. Like really, really bad. Yeah. You know. Um what, what are you talking of Giant Shark versus um, Giant Octopus? Mega Shark. Giant, Giant Shark. Yeah, Mega Shark. Sorry. That would be substantially um, be- worse film. Like yeah. Giant Shark. Giant Shark versus Giant Octopus is the rip-off version of Mega Shark. Well, it just sounds like a normal yeah. thing that might occur in well, the ocean. Just documentary. Well, yeah. we did watch a couple of new... Um, well, I'll say new... Um, some more shit shark films, um, <laughs> which I can recommend. Oh, uh, cool. That's that point in the podcast. Uh, the first being... Mega Shark versus Colossus with a K because obviously it's a giant <laughs> Russian <laughs> robot monster powered by yeah, okay, I'm Red in. Mercury. Uh, <laughs> just amazing. Mm. Um, there's a point where Colossus throws the shark into space to take out basically a massive iron cannon. And then the shark comes back down and lands in the ocean and is fine. Of course, that's how sharks work. So that's brilliant. Um, also, we watched one called <laughs> Shark Shock. Uh, also has the... I thought we, so at first, I, at first I thought you were going to say shark shark. <laughs> no, shark, no, 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 no. Half shark, half shark, all shark. Uh, basically, it's a <laughs> shark that is living in the bayous of Louisiana. It's released by a blown up um, uh, levee into this trailer park, but it also has the ability to shock people like an electric eel. Oh my god, amazing. Uh, it is the best I have seen in oh, a long time. Do you know time. what is really exciting for mm. me, probably for nobody else on the planet? There's a new Meg book out this month. You oh, know okay. the Meg films, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, like the series by Steve Alton. Um, yeah, there's a uh, like I'm not going to buy it just yet because it's going to be like seven euros on Kindle and it's probably not worth it because they're trash. <laughs> 
but <laughs> so true <laughs> it's true but it's so exciting but the annoying thing oh. is so that the previous book in the series was it was like book seven was it meg generations or something <laughs> and that yeah i know honestly you have to read these books they're incredible but that one kind of ended on a cliffhanger note with the potential of giant snakes like titanoboas invading okay. and this is a series that's already had giant prehistoric whales and multiple megalodons and a bit of time travel at one point and also a bunch of dinosaurs <laughs> but this book isn't a continuation this is like this goes back in time to one of the the original megalodon got out into the wild <laughs> i was like i don't want to know about so this that. is cavemen versus megalodon no 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 so okay so in the first book the the original Meg, it ends with the Meg dying, but she gives birth to a bunch of young, and some of them eat each other, but one of them just gets away, and so it kind of ends with the hero being like, "Oh, nature, man, this is after he's cut his way out of the shark with a knife." Okay, you have to read these books. The film doesn't do it justice. <laughs> so this new book is going to be about this shark that escaped which they later capture and put in a giant aquarium and turn into like an exhibit where they're like, come and see the killer giant shark. It's completely safe. Because that works so well with Kong. A lot of people die. Yeah. Um, so the, the only thing close to bad films that we we watched, and I'll have to get the pictures up because I can't remember the names of the, the thing. So we were sat in the hotel one room one night <laughs> and I'm like, okay, let's let's look at, I just let's look through what adult films are on the adult film service in the hotel, but let's look at them in the British translation because they had a British menu system in there. And um, oh my God, mm. the names of them are absolutely hilarious. There's one that was like Janitor Man's Libido. No, Explosion. Explosion or something. Uh, surprise Explosion of Janitor Man Libido, I believe was the, the, the actual title. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was his libido. Uh, there was hypnotizing mommy volleyball team. Right. Was guess your grandmother, your sister, your mother, or your stepsister. <laughs> Which I'm like, what? <laughs> There's no good outcome there. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, yeah, here we go. I've got them. Yeah, housewife titties on crowded bus. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry my pictures just crashed because they were like, nope, we're not displaying this. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but I was sending them to Danny at like, would have been four o'clock. Uh, that's it, yeah. Guess your sister, mother, grandmother. Uh, libido explosion of Janitor Man and hypnotizing mommy volleyball team. So I did remember them pretty much word for word. God, they're emblazoned. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so th that's the, we didn't watch any of them. We just laughed at the names and uh, moved on with life. But that was that was probably the yeah, closest sure. we've come to watching bad films. Obviously, yeah. we uh, before we went uh, away, we no, but with this. Um, sorry, yeah, yeah, no shock, shock. Um, The main character um, is the guy who plays Kevin in um, American Pie. So the one who's Tara Reed's boyfriend. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it also guest stars Tara Reed. <laughs> That's kind of what she does, does now, though, right? She makes bad shark films. Well, yeah, isn't she in all the Sharknado films? There's a bit where she's just sitting there, and the guy mentions to her, oh, there's a, um, a shark around here. And like, her response is, oh, the weatherman didn't say anything about no tornadoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, boom, instant reference there. Um, also, the main uh, bad guy is Mr. Belding. Oh, is it from Saved by the Bell? Yes, as in Saved by the Bell's Mr. I kind Belding. I just assumed he was dead. No, it, it could only, it, this film was made. It could only be a brilliant southern accent. It's amazing. <laughs> the you only thing that could it. make make it better is if the main hero was um, always sat on a chair backwards. 
<laughs> what, AC Slater? AC Slater, oh, okay. yeah. yeah. What's his actual real name? I feel like it's Zach something, but no, Zach, no, was, Zach the, was the, the character. main character, yeah. Um, um, Mario Lopez. Yeah. That's it, Mario Lopez, yeah. So if, it, yeah. if it, the uh, the main the main hero was played by Mario Lopez. I don't know if that can beat out Hulk Hogan's daughter in Sand Sharks, whose character was called Sandy Powers. Uh, and she she's was like a shark in, um, expert. Three headed shark attack. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. I don't yeah, know. Two or three in Shark Attack also stars um, Brooke Hogan. Mm. Oh, God. We watched those recently as well. Uh, I, I, I don't know if I could bring myself to watch anything with a Hogan in it we've, now. We've seen Sand Shark. Have we? Yeah, we watched it with Margaret when she stayed with us in uh, Cambridge. Okay. I have they, no they use recollection. They electricity to melt them into glass in the sand. <laughs> Science. If I recall correctly. Spoilers. Yeah, that does sound right, yeah. So... Yeah, we didn't, um, in terms of actual media consumption recently, the only thing that we watched recently, which I would definitely recommend, is fi- the Final Space. Yeah, that was really good. The new series of like, if you've not so watched much Final better Space, than it deserves it, to be. It looks like you look, watch the trailers and you watch like the first episode and you're like, oh, it's kind of funny. Um, by the end of the first season, like you are laughing, you are crying. Yeah. It, it hits the same kind of levels of gravitas at times that Futurama did, like where you just yeah. like every so uh, every so often Futurama will just punch you in the gut with feels, mm. and you're like, huh, <laughs> this is a funny show. I don't want the feels. Sign up for this. <laughs> <laughs> like Final Space does that in like yeah, so fucking it's well. Really it's and and it balances it because it always like it'll hit you with that. And then immediately just make you cry with laughter. It's oh, it's so good. It's so much like it has no right to be anywhere near as fucking good as it what well, as it is. Um, other than that, obviously while we were out in Japan, we went to two major wrestling shows: the New Japan uh, Shinichi Pro Wrestler, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, their Wrestle Kingdom. The first time they've done two nights back to back at the Tokyo Dome. That was a that was pretty epic. That was like, so we were sat 15 rows back from the ring, so like right on the floor, even closer than we were when we went the last time. Oh my God. We saw Jushin Thunder Liger's last ever professional match. Um, but Hiromu, it's like when it, oh, just some of the best wrestling <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and we are forever immortalized in the v- the VOD for the first night of Wrestle Kingdom 14. Because <laughs> when Okada is making his victory speech at the end of the night, cuts to the crowd, cuts to me and Naomi. There's me pointing at the screen being, look, we're on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, oh shit! So yeah, we're forever in the like fifty ninth uh, minute of the broadcast. It's, so it's worth us. It. It's so worth it. So yeah, if you ever watch it, you have to watch it right to the end to see us. Um, <laughs> All these people who have no idea what we look like. Yeah, well, a lot of people know what I look like if they're on our Facebook. They've seen pictures. I'm very blonde. You can just see blonde from like a mile away. So that's me. Um, then uh, and it's not fake blonde either. It's like natural kind of almost white blonde. People um, pay a lot of money to get hair your colour. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that that was cool. And we went to two concerts while we were there. Now, uh, one concert is a band called Passcode, which they are kind of part of that kawaii metal uh, like sphere, like similar to baby metal, except they've got a lot. They're uh, a bit older. They've got a lot more of a EDM influence in there as well. So they've got like kim- similar kind of sound to like basically a more amped up crossfade yeah, sound. Yeah. Um, or kind of like uh, they've got a little bit of something that reminds me of Cell Dweller about them as well. Just some of the use of their electronic breaks and stabs and synths, um, which seems to be quite common in uh, Japanese metal and stuff. Uh, obviously, they've got their own backing band because they just do like the 
idol vocal work stuff. Um, but they, that was an amazing gig. And it was like a proper metal gig. You had people crowd surfing and everything. It was really, nice. really cool. Um, and the other one we went to was a band called Alley Project. Um, now, any of you anime guys out there may know Alley Project because they did the opening to a few different animes. Most prominently, I think, known for Rose and Maiden. Um, they did the uh, opening for that. They... <laughs> It's mainly um, the main vocalist, uh, but she does have like um, permanent resin, like a session, two violinists, uh, a keyboard player, and I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and he's like keyboard synth and everything because it's this interesting, very unique blend of kind of elements of J-pop fused with yeah. classical Japanese music fused with like techno. Effectively, right? I'm yeah, not wrong. Yeah, yeah no, it's basically techno, it, yeah. and it's so. And it's a seat. It was a seated gig, so you just sit there and watch the show, and it's very like respectful. It's like almost like going to walk and watch an orchestra, but it's it's mm-hmm. it, like the stage production was amazing. It's she's one of the most unique sounding musical artists I've ever come across and they were fantastic live mm. genuinely amazing and some of the people that dressed up to oh, go the and see them they went into like the effort these people put in to sit in the dark is incredible yeah you were the guy who was dressed as a unicorn yeah amazing like so uh, the album that they were touring is called Fantasy uh, or Fantasy Uh, and the reason uh, the the picture of the on the album cover is a unicorn teddy bear so it's bear unicorn and it's like why can't this basically (laughs) I had a dream about bear unicorn she's like it's my fantasy why can't it be real (laughs) album (laughs) yeah Um, in fact Naomi actually got one of the the, like stuffed bear unicorns it's in the witch cave yeah Um, but that yeah so that was that was it was a very very, the aesthetic is is a very gothic Lolita but like high class gothic Lolita if that makes sense like you're Mm. thinking like proper Victorian yeah it's definitely kind of more Victorian gothic yeah Victorian I was dressed as a unicorn. Yeah. It was amazing. I'd like, I can't, the shoes he, he was, was wearing. He was so tall. But that well, was because but... he was wearing like 18 inch heels yeah. and he looked constantly on the verge of falling over and it was terrifying to watch. But he looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> anxiety, anxiety. Yeah, it's like anxiety. if he falls, he's going to die. That's yeah. how high up he is. So, yeah, that was two very interesting. And we had to go through, like, to get the Alley Project tickets, we had to go through the trauma of learning to use the tip. Like, so most tickets are bought from machines in convenience stores in Japan. Um, yep. Like, so you go into Lawson's, they have this thing called Loppy Ticket. <laughs> right. Fuck Loppy. Loppy sounds just like a, a euphemism for a flaccid dick. It's Loppy. Is yeah. it? You've got Loppy on. I can't. I, I'm sorry, I can't tonight, babe. Loppy. What's he like? Well, he's just oh, I'm a bit loppy. loppy. Yeah. 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 Lob. So. Um, but so yeah, yeah, the way you figure that out is like you can go to the band website where the gig is. You get a QR code. You scan that on the thing. And it comes up and you buy your tickets. But you need to put in like a Japanese phone number, and so you need to know the phone number and address of your hotel. Um, mm. And then then the then you it, you put you put you get basically a receipt that you take to the counter in the Lawson's, and then buy the ticket through them they go and get the ticket from the back and yeah it's a lot of work it, yeah, it does take a lot of effort to, to actually figure it out especially because they don't yeah. none of the instructions are in English at all so you need to ha- you need to either look it up online or not be pretty solid on your Japanese I mean there was a lot of it yeah. that I could have got I got through most of it mm-hmm. it was just the bit where it was asking for some details I needed to know what those details were um, 
so yeah that's how we went through an adventure of getting those tickets um nice yeah japan in terms of like payment systems and things is really weird because we were out there with mastercard and yeah. that's like a 50 50 the only place that's reliable is uh 7-11s um yeah. visa's pretty much ubiquitous now but it's still such a heavily cash-based country mm-hmm. and you can only take out 10 a minimum of 10,000 euros which is like 80 uh, sorry 10,000 10, yen. yen which is a <laughs> fucking euros. skirt buy on 10,000 euros yeah. is awful well to be oh, saying sorry. that we spent <laughs> we literally spent on 10,000 euros it was hard oh, Bongo it's hard we, we literally <laughs> spent 11 grand did we? yes we spent 11,000 euros while we were, uh, out, while we were out there I don't think we'd spent that much yeah we did no we yes back, we did because we, we came, came back, back with, with 9 grand and we went there with 20 oh god okay yeah I forgot okay yeah makes uh, sense <laughs> So, how much of that is uh, models in your man cave? No, uh, five grand. Five yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, no, it's probably a bit like less than that. Actually. We spend. Don't be we spend. No, no. Like, how, those, those, those models. Shot. How many? Uh, how Go many on. models did I bring back? I think thirty-six. We had to buy two extra suitcases. Yeah, we came, we went with two suitcases and came back with four. But part oh, of that was we felt so in Harajuku. Um, Harajuku is basically like Camden, effectively. Uh, it's got this street called uh, Takashite Dore, and down that is just like all the alt goth everything closed and there's a shop called Richards and I bought a lot of shit from there but they gave me a lot of free shit as well that's true yeah um, I, I am on the cover so I'll link to this in the show notes because if you go to maris-rock.com uh, that's their online store I am on the cover of their fucking webpage I am like on the banner that I did they <laughs> took February. photos of me and I'm, they were like you are this cool we're putting you on the website because I'm that fucking cool man <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah I got like these I got these uh, two bunny ear hoodies um, like oh, so, the, like oh, hoodies with, with so much. Have you watched, you've watched Nathan um, Barley, yeah? Yes, yes. You know the episode when he's got the um, the haircut, the geek pie. No, that's all like a thing when everyone like London was just taking the piss out of him for like his hair being full of like model paints and paint caps and shit, <laughs> and cut really awkwardly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he goes outside, and there's a bunch of um, like Japanese reporters doing thing about like, the fashions of London, and they think his hair is the biggest fashion going. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, it's geek pie. I invented it." Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it's like then skips to basically the clip from the Japanese TV show with him on it. <laughs> like, oh my god! And that's all I could just think then with like you being on that um, uh, web page. Um, well, like I said, this 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 show in uh, this show, this shop, uh, Richards. Um, so, like, it's got some really bad reviews online. Don't pay any attention to them because a lot of people are put off because they've got big signs in there which say "fucking foreigner, no photo, fuck off, dumb fucking foreigner," um, which is can be off-putting unless you realise that everything they make is handmade and unique designs. So they don't want their designs getting out on the internet and copied yeah. by. So they don't want people taking photos. If you go yeah. in there and you don't take photos, they are the nicest. It's like a mom, pop, and son mm. operation, and they are the nicest three people that, like, they're so fucking lovely and friendly. Yeah. So I got two, like, these really intricately made, gorgeously lined bunny tooth, bunny to ear hoodies from there, and a cat ear hoodie, which has, <laughs> like, got piercings in one of the ears. Um, two pairs of trousers, one of which were custom made. And then I bought a denim jacket in uh, the Ueno Yokocho, which I took in there and he sold loads of custom patches and stuff on there for me. And it's got loads of anime keyring patch danglies all over it as well. So it's basically an Ataku battle jacket. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's an Ataku battle yeah, jacket. It's like, yeah, you're like... 
uh, well, obviously, um, the the term for a, a Western attacker would be a weeaboo. A weeaboo, yeah. My weeaboo <laughs> status knows weeaboo. no no bounds. Um, but yeah, so uh, that 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 account because each of those hoodies was like two hundred and fifty bucks. The trousers were like three hundred bucks. Um, so yeah, that accounted for a large chunk of money. Um, obviously, we bought a fucking metric ton of wrestling merch. Mm-hmm. I mean, I. Yeah, no, we did. I was like, it wasn't that bad, but yeah. No, like, yeah. well, like four, four or five t-shirts each, at least a hoodie each. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, and our special New Japan Ward. Oh, yeah, which mm. apparently was very nice. I didn't try it. And that includes going to, because we went to Pile Driver, which is Minoru Suzuki's shop. Uh, got to meet Minoru Suzuki again, which was really fucking cool. Uh, but, he, yeah, so he doesn't sell it. He sells his merch independently. So we went there and, like... I'm not even joking. It was so expensive. Yeah, it's, like, like, it's one of those cases of like there are no prices on anything, so you yeah. know it's expensive. Yeah, and we so we bought two t-shirts, no three t-shirts, yeah. and a pair yeah, of socks, of and some. I got a couple of plastic wristbands, and it was like what two hundred and fifty bucks, something like, like that. that. Yeah. 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 So, but worth it because I got to meet Minoru Suzuki again. <laughs> so, worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, those that so yeah that was like where the that and food I was we had say, to, we I think had if like, you look at it like the amount of money we just spent on eating because we went the bulk to of it. we basically did like really high class dining a lot to be fair yeah well even when we didn't even if you're just going to like the Korean barbecue places it's really easy to just sit there and eat for hours yeah. you don't notice how much you're racking up because you just keep ordering little dishes and then you get the bill yeah. at the end <laughs> you're like oh okay yeah we, I think we'd, we'd so uh, the uh, Brazilian barbecue stuff yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they, they come around every so often with them all meat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I fancy a bit more. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> and, uh, so this one, you, there were a couple we went to where it's um, it's basically you can order, like, um, there's three tiers of all you can eat beef courses. Like, but it's basically all you can eat. The top tier, basically, you have access to every item on the menu, which is including, like, the A5 rated Wagyu. Um, and you pay, I think it's about, like, was it, like, 4,000 yen each. Yes. Uh, and you get like 120 minutes to eat as much as you like during that time. And you can right. also do like an extra, for an extra 1,000 yen, all you can drink in that time as well. Right. So 5,000 yen is about 50 quid. So for the two of you to have like all you can eat, all you can drink for two hours um, of like the finest Wagyu beef, 100 bucks is not that bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely not for the quality of meat, so. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, some of the pork. All the pork as well is, um, what's that really fucking... Calby? No, there's Calby, no, but the other one... Uh, I can't remember. What's the really fucking nice kind of pork? Um, the one that's, like, cured and shit. Oh, Iberico. Iberico. Iberico yeah, man. it's all like Iberico pork or Iberico because Iberico is uh, especially raised pigs like Wagyu mm. as well. So it's all Iberico pork and oh, um, that, that yeah. So like a lot of a, a lot of the money went on food um, and transport as well because mm. we, we we went to uh, we, went, we went to if they, like we spent. Um, it's like 500 just for our Nozomi tickets to Kyoto because we went on the yeah so we got the Shinkansen tickets we went on the Nozomi which is like the fast one where you pay extra yeah. to get there in two hours or it was less than two hours wasn't it no it was just over two hours okay. it was like two hours 20 minutes and that's like going half the length of, of the country in two hours 20 minutes whereas it takes you five hours to get to Scotland here <laughs> yeah it's it's ridiculous, but uh, yeah. So that 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 accounted for a fair bit, and like the one meal that we had in the hotel in Kyoto, uh, that was at this the like seven course kaiseki menu, yeah. and I was <laughs> that that ended up being about six hundred euros for that one meal, <laughs> but I ended up I was drinking Perrier Jerry Bellepoque. 
which is like a, a 200 euro bottle of champagne. Sounds fancy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Perrier well, Jouet. If I can't pronounce it, you know it's going to be good. <laughs> you know, it's the Perrier Jouet that comes in the bottle with all the flowers like uh, embossed onto it, like staying, like on a stained glass window. Like, yeah, it's made like that. It's gorgeous. Um, it, it's, yeah. Anyway, it's me being Ponzi and like uber, uber Pons. <laughs> Basically, the yeah. ma- I, maximum Pons level of like, yeah, I'm eating a Kaiseki, like <laughs> fine dining meal and drinking the most ridiculously expensive champagne they had on the menu champagne and blowfish yeah we had blowfish and didn't die (laughs) was there was there a part of you like i might die no i mean i think if you're paying that much you're going to and also to be able to serve it in japan yeah you have to have like a license yeah yeah i think i was glad you eating it (laughs) i was glad i couldn't actually tell what it was on the plate because yeah. I think if I if it had been like oh this is the blowfish I might have been like oh this is the blowfish this is like a moment of of destiny yeah. but because it was just on the plate with a bunch of other stuff and I didn't know it was the blowfish he you know just ate everything and it was fine it was the it was basically on that that dish it was the fish that was slightly bitter yeah I didn't like that see I quite liked it mm. it's in a, it is supposed to be a very acquired taste that was my least favorite course of the meal really yeah there were a couple of things on there that just weren't too much i don't yeah, know what specifically again because it was all just like this is just the stuff yeah i mean i can understand the 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 so the dish after that which uh i think it might have been after that was it before the steak the crab cup i think that was after i think I uh, so yeah we, one of the dishes was basically they took a yuzu fruit hollowed it out and filled it with crab meat right um so the crab meat took on the all the like the the citrus notes of the yuzu and so, oh fuck it was, it was really tasty yeah uh yes yeah, so that was great that was great it's been really hard coming back to dutch food oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> do it pancake <laughs> pancake bitter ballin kip corn <laughs> like who batters things in cornflakes the dutch only only the fucking Dutch would go, oh, well, we've got, you know, we could use breadcrumbs like normal people or panko breadcrumbs. No, 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 I've not got any panko. I'll tell you what, I'll just break some cornflakes up and use that. <laughs> I just imagine why I went like Uber Northern. <laughs> it, it's resourceful. Yeah, that, that's one word. It's fucking... Let this bread go stale and not eat it. Only a country <laughs> known for, for for weed would be like, no, I'll just, we'll just bread corn it in the fucking cornflakes. It's like, fuck it. I just want to eat. Yeah, so just whatever. Just whatever. Yeah. yeah. I can just... Cornflakes, they're there. Mm-hmm. I don't have to, like, <laughs> grind up some bread after toasting it. <laughs> well, what the fuck was the... Um, uh, didn't we have, have pancakes while we were out there? You uh, did. I did, yeah. I hope... Was it that American place in Harajuku? Uh, no, that was French toast. I think it was at the Kyoto Hotel. I had the... Oh, in the morning, yeah. Something pancake. Ricotta pancake. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Wow. Yeah, the breakfast there was really good. You got, you actually got like... I got a, like a Eggs Benedict with mm. salmon, uh, which was real fucking tasty. Um, and then you had like a buffet that you could pick up bacon and sausages and all that shit. It was, it was, yeah. it was good to have better bacon than here as well. Mm. Um food there is just like it, you can't have bad meals in japan it's not fucking physically possible legitimately yeah. isn't but uh yeah so that w- that was some of the highlights of many the many things we went to a vampire cafe mm. which is really fucking cool <laughs> um so yeah <laughs> so yeah anyway i'm gonna take we're gonna take a quick break about now because we've been rambling on for a little bit of uh time and when we come back we're probably going to talk a little bit more about 
well, I guess something. the world, else. the world and the state. Something I think. else. Something else. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, something. We'll talk, and you'll listen, because that's the whole concept. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back in about like, uh, well, for you, however long this musical interlude is for us, for about fifteen minutes. All right, see you in a bit. Bye. 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 Sorry, why am I saying sorry? We always take a break. I, I'm saying sorry because I actually had to do something during the break. I'm in the middle of making some sushi rice and I had to put it on to soak for an hour. <laughs> um, it's the only problem with making sushi rice. It takes fucking ages to do it properly because right. you have to you have to rinse it till you get rid of most of the the, the starchiness. Yeah. Then you have to let it drain for a minimum of half an hour. Then you have to let it soak for a minimum of an hour. Then you cook it. And then you have to rest it for 15 minutes at minimum afterwards. So you're, you're looking like a full process of nearly two hours just to make rice. Jesus Christ. So I'm buying a rice cooker. <laughs> I'm just buying a fucking rice cooker. Yeah. Rice cooker if you don't know that much. Yeah, yeah. Because um, one of the things that like was, it re- like really helped me out with all my health side of things, uh, being in Japan, I was able to like like Japanese style of eating and Japanese food gels really well with me. So yeah, we've been eating predominantly Japanese influenced yeah. stuff since we got yeah. back. Um, it just it just feels like a healthier way to eat, really. Yeah, I mean, it probably is. It's, you know, a lot of protein, protein yeah. and vegetables and yeah, good carbs. Yeah, rice is a good carb. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's not. It's carb, compl- yeah. it's co- it's a good complex carb. Yeah. White rice, actually. Yeah. Well, Japanese food is the only time I ever really ever eat, well ever eat rice. Mm. Yeah. So, um, you, if I get a curry, normally never get rice with it. Same with um like Indian curry. No, I I just normally get a naan or something because right yeah. that that it just too filling. It's too much. But um. Yeah, I'm the same. Like, I I love that style of Japanese, like sticky rice as well. And uh, I like the only curries that I do get rice with are like Thai green curries because they're very very wet because they're designed to go yeah. with that sticky rice and it works perfectly. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Sorry, I've got a bit of a cold at the moment. Uh, don't worry. I mean, I think half the world has a bit of a cold at the moment. A bit of a cold. 
if you believe everything about the coronavirus. <laughs> I like fucking like if the coronavirus had broken out in somewhere not China with good healthcare, I don't think it'd be a bigger deal as it is. But yes, because their government wouldn't cover up initially when the first fucking devil was saying, "This is pretty bad going on here." Shut up! Stop mentioning it. Yeah. Go away. Mm-hmm. They've literally silenced everything about it in the media yeah, as well. Hasn't, like a Chinese doctor disappeared this yeah. week. Yeah. In relation uh, to it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one died of coronavirus as well. Oh, yes, that's what I'm thinking of, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it did disappear in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what happens when you die of the coronavirus. You, you, you just disappear. You, you turn into ash like it's a like vampire. A, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 He's died of coronavirus. That's why they can't find the cure because they've nothing the to study. The disintegrating. Yeah. yeah. Either that or you just, like... Blink out of existence, like like uh, the oh gone the gone books. No 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 no. no. I'm thinking more um the 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 Nick Cage film Left Behind. The what's it There's called? There's no point asking me about a Nick Cage film. No, but what's the, the Left Behind the film? It's <laughs> oh the, the, where they're raptured. Rapture the yeah. rapture. Yeah, your body gets raptured as soon as you die from the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> Did that get there? Uh, How did that get there? Uh, you get converted into Soylent Green. Continue to feed the workers. That's continuing the spread. Mm, Soylent Green. Yum. I, I do. I do have like like when I see green food now, I'm just like mm, matcha. Yeah. I'm just, I just miss matcha. It's a better association. You know, because uh, up until Matcha, I just used to walk around and see some green food and go, mm, Soylent. People. Yeah, yeah, it's people. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. I, lo- there, I love me some green a, people. There's like a meal replacement drink that came out called Soylent. Yes, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Fuck is going to buy that? <laughs> <laughs> I I hope it think, I hope it I hope eventually it comes out that it is actually fucking people <laughs> and just everyone that bought it, I'm just like we could just be like what did you expect hmm. <laughs> at least at the very least it's going to be made by Finders so it will be horse. Soylent Green is horse. Oh, good horse is quite tasty. <laughs> worries me is that the the butchers in the village they do a diff- loads of different types of Scotch eggs. One of which is with special sausage meat. Yeah, it's people. Obviously, from watching the League of Gentlemen, yeah. special meat means <laughs> it's people. It's always people. Yeah. <laughs> it's special it's local meat, people like. for lo- local people for local for people. Local people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Soil and green is local people. <laughs> that that's what that's what the that's what's going to happen in the UK now. We leave the leave the, leave the EU. We're just going to eat just all the immigrants. Cannibalism. Yeah, eat, we're just going to eat all the immigrants. We're not going to eat immigrants. They, like the racists would no, not don't. eat immigrants. No. <laughs> so you're saying a racist cannibal would not eat a black person? Yeah, they'd be like. Well, I mean, uh, I can't speak for all cannibals, but I think. Well, I mean, a racist, a racist cannibal. You're probably racist about eating people as well, right? Well, yeah, there'll be like foreign food disagrees. With do, you yeah. th- do you think? Do you think? Ra- do you think white supremacists don't eat black Angus beef? Probably not. <laughs> Because <laughs> they think it's made by a farmer called Black Angus. <laughs> I mean, Black Angus's beef. You know what they say about him. <laughs> um, uh, on on the subject of racism, but uh, <laughs> back to Brexit. <laughs> back to Trump. <laughs> Oh god! Yeah, so like, yeah. I, I got depressed with trying to fuck. Like, I tried to watch um, a Trump speech, and I can't do it. I just can't do it. Like, it's just the most important, sickening experience of your life trying to actually watch like a, like not like the Cliff Notes versions that you'll see on like Seth Meyers uh, or Stephen Colbert, but or or you know John Oliver, mm-hmm. but actually watching the actual speech happen. It's like having 
uh, what was it we call it? They drill a hole in your head to get rid of the headache. Trepanning. Yeah, it's like being trepanning five times at once. No, because trepanning, in theory, leads to relief. Yeah, but, but it this doesn't. is like the reverse of trepanning. It's like it's making the demons in my head angrier. <sighs> Yeah, especially injecting the demons in. And if you've actually ever watched a shrimp sleep, the, the demons in it, his head just slowly fall asleep and his eyes have a taller eyelid. He just can't, like, lose his power of speech. I think he's just having micro strokes every time that happens. <laughs> Fingers crossed, yeah. <laughs> just like one day. Finally, we get the big one. The big one's due. Just one day he's like, toilets, sinks, showers. Do you smell toast? <laughs> and then just stroke out. He's like the fucking Yellowstone geyser. Everyone's always like, well, any day now, it's going to go. And it just hasn't gone yet. Yeah. It's a massive supervolcano yeah. waiting to go. Uh, and that, when he, oh, God. Uh, sorry. I just, I just think, I just had like thoughts come into my mind. It just made me recoil in kind of. Uh, <laughs> But I'm not, I'll leave them to your own imagination, just like Lovecraft would. <laughs> um, so, yeah, all the stuff that uh, um, I was just talking briefly, Bungle and the break. Um, I recently, as you've probably seen because I posted it to our Facebook feed, um, I spent 19 hours being tattooed in two days, which... Um, I, it was a thing. As an, as, as, as an everyday experience, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's like a, you know, a must-do. <laughs> <laughs> My fucking legs swelled up so much for like a week. <laughs> Um, but I, yeah, I basically had this whole manga piece done up one side of my leg. Um, and the two things that I will say is having your kneecap tattooed, your shin, actually three things, your kneecap, your shin, and the bit behind your knee, those bits can all really fuck off. I don't need them. I'll go by the rest of my life without them. If I have to, oh, but I'm having them tattooed again in April. Yeah, this is the thing. You're all like, this was, you know, not an experience I recommend, and there were a lot of bad and painful things about it, and I'm definitely going to do it again within the next eight weeks. Yeah. It's like childbirth. <laughs> yeah, you're going to forget. Like the hormones are coming out going, I've completely forgotten about the pain, but I love it. <laughs> like, the other leg was supposed to start out, uh, well, the other leg wasn't even going to happen. I asked Jenna, uh, so massive shout out to everyone at um, Freedom and Flash here in Amsterdam, a great tattoo uh, parlour. It's where I got, uh, I get all my ink done now. Um, Jay, their, their, their like head lead artist, uh, is it a husband and wife? team jay and jenna they're fucking awesome they're both super talented jay kind of specializes in like erotic bondage uh artwork and stuff so his tattoos are like when he when i was having the first session of my leg done he was finishing up another leg piece of this gay guy who and the the bottom of his leg is to, uh, p- two pixel art dudes one giving head to the other dude and underneath it says finish him <laughs> Whenever I think about that, I'm happy. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> and we were just like chanting the guy, like, like Kaya just goes, that is the most gay thing. And he's like, well, I am gay. And we're like, sweet, that's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> but oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's so funny. But Jay was just like, fuck, am I never doing a pixel art tattoo again? Because each block you have to treat mm. individually and shade. And, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. It, but it looked amazing. Like the, the quality is fantastic. Um, but yeah, Jay and Jen and... Uh, Jay and uh, sorry, Kaya, who is the the young lad that did my leg. He's really good at manga style stuff. Originally, Jenna was going to just do a knife on the space on one of my arms, uh, but it then decided. She basically said, "I want to put a load of fucked up dicks and tentacles on your other leg." So we're now basically going to be doing like a somewhat Cthulhu, somewhat Urtsiki Doji inspired hentai piece on my other leg. 
<laughs> I didn't really get much say in the matter, <laughs> but it's a joint project between Kea oh. and um, uh, Jenna because Kea hasn't really learned to do color yet because he's only been tattooing for a few years. Um, and he's amazing, like genuinely amazing. So they're going to teach him how to do color on my leg. So I'm going to get it at a discount rate as well. Um, yeah. But the first two sessions are just lining. Two days of solid lining, and it's both of Jenna and Kaya working on me at the same time. I don't think that will be too bad. I think just the lining, like obviously it's not going to be pleasant, but just lining. Yeah, lining, lining actually sucks on the leg, mm. like really sucks because you like you think about when you're on the calf and that, and mm. it's very muscly, and they're dragging it through yeah. rows as opposed to doing like circles and shading mm. and things. Well, they're just no, dragging hard that. black lines. When I had the one on my leg done, the shading was the motherfucker. Mm. Really? The lineup I was fine with. That was just like being scratched. Yeah. The fucking shading just constantly going vap, 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 vap. Yeah. And having the shading done on my shoulder caps. Oh. <laughs> Dude, ah. the shading behind the knee was the fucking worst. Because that, yeah, that, because some, there's some like really deep shading there. So getting yeah. that in with that big, like fucking massive multi needle, headed needle, like behind <laughs> yeah. the knee, I was just like, <laughs> like, and I've got like just struck some like big real thick lines on my actual kneecap so he had to go over and over to give it the thickness of the line the lining right yeah. <laughs> so i had to sit there with my knee like basically just knee dangling off there and every time he like the worst part is you know your reflex bit just below the knee yeah i was just tattooing and there my legs basically going because <laughs> <laughs> it's just constantly triggering the reflex so now, like i had to put my other leg over it to kind of just pin it in place to stop it moving <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was... Uh, but yeah, it was like, to be honest, yeah, it, the pain sucks and everything, but um, it's a really fun tattoo studio to hang out and everyone there is a real laugh. You know, you they make you feel really welcome. So as a, a place to spend an entire day, there are, there are definitely worse places you can hang out, right? Um, so I, I, I do strongly recommend them, but like good luck getting appointments because they book up really far in advance. Yeah, yeah. That's why my next session is April. Yeah. Um, uh, Naomi's it's actually... March. Good. Yeah, when, what day in March? Twentieth of March. Ooh, what are you going for? I'm getting a crow on my back, like on my back oh, and kind of on my shoulder. Um, awesome. So Kaya is designing it for me from scratch. So I don't know what it's going to look like yet, but yeah, but he does cool. really good crows yeah. and crow artwork, awesome. um, as well as manga and some kind of like Greek inspired, like Greek god type inspired. Like I think you know the the cutout stuff they used to use in the Monty Python sketches of the religious yeah. art and stuff. Like yeah, I think that kind of style, but just black grayscale shading it looks yeah. amazing um i'll link to freedom and flesh and like um the artist instagram in the notes actually so people can check them out because you should go give them all a follow they're fucking awesome like yeah they've done i've had four no three 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 tattoos done there now yeah. uh, all three big pieces as yeah. well the blade on my arm the venom late anime lady on my calf and then the rest of my mm. leg um Got to fill in. So, so the, the actual tattoo I had done on my leg is all from two Yuri mangas. Well, three technically, because there's a scene from Partners in there as well. So Citrus, uh, which is written by Saburuto, uh, Saburuto, um, is a Yuri manga, and she did a one shot called Partners, and I've got a panel from that on there. And then the top like four panels are from uh, another one of my favorite ones called Netsuzod Trap. Um, so yeah, uh, it's Yuri. So you know, in case you don't know what that means, it's less. Uh, so yes, I have an I have a leg of lesbian artwork. <laughs> I think it's kind of I think it's kind of like a, a rule in there that you have to have something slightly iffy in your tattoo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because originally uh, it wasn't. Well, I mean, no. like, it was the kind of the 
Citrus is a very sweet manga. It's not an explicit. No, they've, in thing. fact, there's like a joke panel that came out in the last uh, bit of Citrus Plus, which is so Saburo Uta, the author, she doesn't really do public photos, but she's got this like little cat icon that's where she that's all like her public imagery on social media and stuff and it's uh yuzu one of the main characters from citrus going in the in the mirror is like dear magic mirror will me and may ever have sex and it's a uh, sabra uto's um like emo what's the word I'm looking avatar. avatar that appears in the mirror and just goes nope <laughs> because <laughs> it's a running gag that they just like you already know by the end of the manga actually i'm not gonna spoil it but um <laughs> it's it yeah it's um there's a 12 episode anime of it which covers like the first i don't know book book and a bit like volume and a bit of the manga i think um uh, it's really 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 good um so yeah that that's that that's the tattoo stuff um and I'm also possibly getting another one done. Like there's talk of like the arm because I might be getting some tattoo removed to have room to have more put in because I'm actually running out of room. Got inked in Japan. We both mm, did as well. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, you, Naomi got a little uh, lucky cat. It, nice. What's looking? No idea. Because something Neko. Something yeah. Neko. Yeah. And I got... Um, so from that shop we were talking about earlier, Richards, one of the characters that's on their clothing um, is this cat, pro- like anime cat prostitute called Maggie, like who's smoking an opium pipe. So I got her tattooed on the back of my neck. <laughs> um, As you do. Yeah. Um, so ta- like obviously in Japan tattoos, it's a, it's a bit of a weird thing because they're not very culturally accepted. Well, they, I think they're getting more culturally accepted, but just in terms of a lot of businesses and things still like, you know, hot tub, spas, those mm. kind of things, uh, public baths. Yeah, like, like we couldn't use the spa mm. facilities in the Kyoto Hotel, could we? No. But apparently if you do have tattoos and you want to use hot springs, go to Beppu because they're quite tattoo friendly. There's a lot of tattoo friendly places around there. Don't know why Beppu. It's a bit further down the country past Osaka, like quite a bit past Osaka, uh, which is hopefully where we're going next time we go back. Uh, Osaka and Kyoto. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The whole entire trip. We got interviewed for... um, a Japanese, Japanese game show. Game show, yeah. Yeah. So we were walking down the street in Harajuku, and um, this woman uh, with a guy who's clearly a camera operator because he had a camera. That was uh, the first clue. Yeah, it was the big giveaway, wasn't it? And a microphone stopped him. Like, can we interview you for a Japanese game show? And we're like, yeah, fine. <laughs> um, so they did. They did. <laughs> A, I'm a little bit ashamed of myself for one of them. Uh, so they basically gave us, like, they talked to us for a bit and asked me about stuff. And I was able to talk to them a little bit in Japanese, although I did fucking make a, a boo-boo with my... She asked me how old I was, and instead of saying uh, Sanju Sen, uh, sorry, Sanju Sen, uh, I said Sen. So I said I was three years old. Uh-huh. Uh, whereas Sanju Sen is 33. Um, so, yeah. Um... They asked us a lot of questions, but one of them was uh, they showed hold, held up a picture of like six Japanese businessmen, yeah, four, four Japanese businessmen, and they're like, "Who are they and what do they do?" If you don't know, just take guesses and tell me what you think they do. I'm really annoyed because I, I th- I've got a funny feeling that I was kind of a little bit panicked after trying to talk Japanese and whatnot. That I'm pretty sure one of them was Shigeru Miyamoto, and I'm really ashamed that I didn't recognize him. I don't know who that is. Uh, the creator of Mario. Oh, okay. Well. 
Yeah. <laughs> like one, I think, the, I'm pretty one sure, of the gods of the gaming industry. I'm pretty sure the point of segments like that, though, is they're going to be like, look at these Westerners who don't know who these really famous people are and look at the stupid answers they give. Um, so... The only there was one guy on there, the chubby guy. The reason I said he was a chef is because he looked like you know some of those sushi restaurants where the the banner thing is a big chubby guy with his <laughs> arms open, like he looked like that dude. So I was like, maybe it's him. Um, then um, then she asked us, she asked me to write like look at a kanji, memorize it, and write that out. But I pretty much nailed yeah, that. I think one. you did that one fine. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so we're going to be on some random, maybe, maybe on some random Japanese game show. But the thing that was really funny, she worked for New Japan as well. So she like we were, ended up just talking about wrestling for ages after the segment, which was really cool. Um, yeah, so if you live, if I doubt you listen to us and live in Japan, but if you if you get Japanese TV in any shape, I don't know what name of the... Con- the... No, we've got like the release form somewhere, but I don't know. I never signed one. Oh, well, then they can do what they want with your footage. Oh, they can't. Yeah, they can't. Well, you'll, yeah, yeah. Well, you won't know either way. So no, really no. <laughs> Unfortunately, like explicitly says that the the footage is never available on YouTube or anything. So, I'm sure it probably actually is. They just don't know it unless it always gets content locked. I, have no idea. I mean, I'm not going to seek it out personally. So, well, no, I didn't think you would. Although I did get more pictures out of you in the last few last like month than I have in the last ten years. It's really mm-hmm. impressive. You should be very proud. Although. I do love that there was just like this selection of like really cutesy photos of me with a random Japanese girl <laughs> yeah. in the photo booth. Because I wouldn't do the photo yeah. booth. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. One of those. <coughs> and he's dead. I'm sorry, I just tried to like talk with too much vape in my mouth. One of those is actually now my icon at work, and everyone was like, Who is that? I'm like, Man. <laughs> just some random girl I grabbed off the street. <laughs> Uh, she was our tour guide uh, for a day. Um, what was her name? Marina. 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 Yeah. Yeah. She was lovely. Mm. She took us to the coolest maid cafe. Um, that was. Uh, it's called Zetai, AD nineteen twelve. So it's all kind of Victorian Gothic, and the whole concept is all the maids are really cats in human form, <laughs> and if you drink the water too much, you'll become a cat. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, we, Japan. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, Japan. I mean, change. like, talking about Oh, Japan, talking about funny things, I saw, on the, like, I saw a news article about um, how in Japan now there's a, a funeral service for sex dolls, like the real dolls. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. God. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if there's a market for it, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, like, it's not the weirdest story I've heard about sex dolls. What's the weirdest? So, so the weirdest thing was it was only tangentially about sex dolls. It's this woman who repairs dolls for a living, so all kinds of dolls. Okay, people will send her their antiques or their wrecked Barbies or whatever, and she'll put them back together. But she does get a lot of sex dolls, and she's just like the damage that gets done to them is horrific. Oh, really? Like. You know, people are messing up these sex dolls and then sending them off to be repaired. <laughs> oh my like, god! Maybe she should be oh, keeping a list of these yeah. people. You know, sending it to a anonymously doesn't yeah. want. I, don't, I think like, like he, he's not a danger now, but he's but showing he's, some he's, signs. He's doing a lot of weird yeah. shit to his sex doll. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what we need. Sex, the Sex Doll Protection Act. Like the RSPCA, but for sex dolls. I think. I mean, I think it's uh, fine. The Royal Society the for the Protection of Animals. It's when you get to like the sex, sex robots that I think it's going to get really great. Yeah, the Royal Society for the Protection of Sex Dolls. The I, I, RS. 
P. Wait. Dun, 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 Royal dun, dun, Society dun. RS. The protection. PSD. PSD. I don't think it's going to get a lot of RSD. traction. No, probably not. It's right. not one I see, like, you know, the European Commission getting involved Well, if it's Royal, it'd have Definitely to be British. Yeah, Royal would be English, so the yeah. European Commission have nothing to do with it. Fuck their moon. Hey, you. hey, hey, my company gets money from the EC. Yeah, but your company's not British. I yeah. know, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> Rub it in, thanks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're quite. We, we've we obviously things are like with the whole Brexit thing, things are a little up in the air for us. But it's looking pretty stable now okay. because it's not a no deal Brexit. It looks like what's going to happen is at the end of this year, we're fine basically until the end of this year. The end of this year, um, the Dutch government are going to throughout the year be inviting people to apply uh, uh, expats currently living here and paying taxes and registered to apply for. Um, residence visas mm-hmm. effectively which will last for like five years I imagine yeah, before you by have which to reapply point you can by which point you can apply for citizenship or we will be able to apply for citizenship so yeah. re- renounce our Britishisms 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 just the isms we can no longer drink we'll keep complain ne- about the weather we'll keep the ness but not the isms we be doing that at all no, <laughs> you can never stop drinking all I do tea. is drink tea and complain about the weather <laughs> but we'd keep our Britishness just not the Britishisms <laughs> Britishisms yeah <laughs> So we're not allowed you to... You can have your tea, but you can't seize it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can have your tea, but you can't have milk and sugar. Well, that's fine. I don't do. anyway, so I'm halfway there. Or you can have your tea, you're just not Tetley's or not Again, Yorkshire tea. that's fine. <laughs> I don't that's fine by anyway. me as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all of those ponzies drinking loose leaf tea. Hey. It's better. It is better. Yeah. We got um, we, we got some... Brought, well, brought some tea back from a friend at work. Kenny um, from the Kyo Mizudera Temple in Kyoto, which is cool, um, and oh, brought yes. Danny back his own little mochi neko, <laughs> little cuddly cat toy. Yeah, <laughs> it's like all the I things. Love how pleased he was. <laughs> he's genuinely really like really ecstatic with it. So it's just, which is awesome. I hope when he cats it, he brings it with him, <laughs> and he can put it with ours, and they can catch up. I've not put that much thought into it, to be honest. <laughs> I put a lot of thought into this kind of thing. Well, didn't I fuck up? It wouldn't be the first show of the year if I didn't fuck up. I knocked a vape onto the space bar, stopped recording. We've lost half a show. Uh, yeah, go me. Um, we talked about a lot of shit as well. It was good, good fucking content. Yeah, some good stuff in there. You guys would yeah. have loved it. Yeah, and now you're never going to get to hear it because, like, nope. you can't recreate what we do. So no. um, we'll probably next week when we come back... Um, Two weeks. Uh, two weeks when we come back, yeah. we're going to re-riff on some of the topics that we talked about. But I, we talked yeah. about my tattoo. We talked more about some Japanese stuff. Oh man, it was it World was such politics. a riot. And you'll yeah, never know. Uh, you'll never know. A little bit of media. Bit Music, of media. Yeah. Actually, Film yeah. Oh, God, we talked about some. Oh, I'm I'm so angry with myself. And I do apologize, guys. Just try to try to imagine like the best conversations you've ever had about those topics. Um, but imagine that you're listening to strangers have them instead and it was kind of it was that good yeah um, well I think then maybe in a couple of weeks we might have Naomi back on the show um, riff a bit more we can give you a bit more information about Japan like honestly we'd sit book. down we would sit down and try and re-record some of this stuff but like you can't <laughs> cap the entire book conversation sorry I don't know the what the Meg conversation no 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 about no, my no, book. not the Meg about Naomi's book 
Naomi yes, Clark. actually, we did. Let's pump your book. Buy my book. Go to Amazon. Search for Naomi Clark. Buy Void Dreams. It's the sixth book in the Blood Canticle series. It's urban fantasy with witches, demons, giant vultures, magic, queer characters. Uh, it's it, it's great. Lesbian I sex. love it a lot. There is lesbian sex. Um, if you like all of those things or any of those things you will like my books so you should go and buy them and leave I, me nice reviews and I will leave links to the books in the show notes on Amazon um, there was there was a slew of other topics but do you know what we're going to save it for another time oh, rather than try the Chuck Tingle stuff yep but do you know what one of the topics that we're going to come back with next in a couple of weeks we are going to do a special feature on Chuck Tingle we, we should all read a Chuck Tingle oh, book in fact <laughs> yes let's all read a Chuck Tingle book and then we can come back and do a book that's <laughs> we'll do a book podcast we'll do a, a book, book club. The next, ep- next, next, next episode. That's that's the homework. The Has he got book. short stories? They're all pretty short. Yeah. Okay, there we go. The next thing is, I will assign. Actually, Naomi, you can do it because you know Chuck Tingle better. Assign us all a Chuck Tingle book to read. Okay. And that's the homework for the next episode. We're going to read a Chuck Tingle book. Now, I'll give you a little back, guys, a background on who Chuck Tingle is. Um, he is a self-published author who writes. He made his name made writing. Um, Gay dinosaur erotica. Yes. And other inanimate objects, erotica, food, erotica. So, helicopter. uh, Helicopters. And every time he makes a public appearance, he wears a karate gi and a paper bag on his head. Um, He has his own RP game. And his own colouring book. And his colouring. So yeah, we're gonna do. A, we're gonna talk about Chuck Tingle a lot next time because there's a lot to unpack there. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Um, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we, we need to get wrong actual like paperback copy, so he has to walk around <laughs> with it in public. <laughs> I don't know. I'll <laughs> <laughs> no, just get uh, PDF copies or like. Have you you got kin- Kindle Reader, haven't you? Or like uh, the app on your phone at least. Yeah, you can get a free app. For, yeah, got PDF yeah. readers. Yeah, well there you go. So we can send we'll send we'll send a book your way. We'll work it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah but yes, yeah. yeah, so that like they are literally what, like 140 pages tops. If that. Yeah, yeah. They are so fucking short. But yeah, so that that's that's gonna be one of our key features in the next next week next week to make up for the monumental screw up that I made this time. <laughs> literally, I know exactly what happened. I knocked over a vape, it hit the space bar, which immediately just stopped the recording and I didn't like I was staring at it for ages, and there's part of my brain that was going, the time is not doesn't seem to have moved for fucking ages. Maybe I've just not got a really good concept of time because I'm stoned and we've not been talking as long as I think we have. Nope, we've literally lost about 40 minutes worth of content. It's so sad. It's so sad. But <laughs> look on the bright side. Look what you it's know, enabled us for. We're going to get a Chuck Tingle, full Chuck Tingle Listen, special now, every, every time you have me back on the show from now on, we're going to do a book review. Okay. Uh, that means mm. I'm going to make you all read The Meg. And we're going to talk I'm about The Meg. Actually, yeah, that, I'm down for that. That Again, that's not a long book by any <laughs> no, stretch. No, The Meg is. The Meg is a long book. Yeah. How long? Like, I thought it was just like a normal novel size. No, it's... It's not like you know. It's I mean, it's not a thousand. If we put it in between, but... put it between like, um, you know how big the Andy Remick War Machine books are. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen. Like, it's about that thick. I haven't had a physical copy for a long time. But okay. No, it's not as long as that. Okay, okay. So, are we talking like old Stephen King long oh, or no, no, no. New... kind of? Well, I mean, like Firestarter style length. Maybe, maybe, but it's not. It's not an insurmountable length. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Unlike oh, some other things, there's jokes there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, unlike my dick. It's not a good thing. <laughs> How big's your penis? Insurmountable. <laughs> well, then our relationship is dead. <laughs> <laughs>
Wow. <laughs> so you heard it guys. No woman wants an insurmountable penis. <laughs> what if you had an insurmountable vagina? I don't see how that would happen. I don't know. I don't see maybe how maybe you have like a, a vo- like happen. a parad like, like a black hole. Maybe down there? no, like an interdimensional portal. A wormhole. Oh, that sounds so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's just the worst. Worst. Oh God, we're gonna leave you with that imagery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, again, guys, I'm really sorry I fucked up. I'm sorry to you, Naomi. I'm sorry to you, Bungle. I'm sorry to you, our listeners, that with this has become. Uh, well, I mean, it's still an hour and twenty minute show, so it's still a, a you know you still got some content in there, but like. Yeah, it, we can't re-riff on stuff because it just it will sound way too forced, and I don't want to put shit out. <laughs> but I'm gonna put this out. Yeah, it's a different kind of shit. Yeah, this is this is yeah. this is cultured shit. This is like uh, yeah. Anyway, I fucked up, which is you know a perfect way to come back for the first episode of the year. Why not? Um, but next week we'll uh, not next week. Sorry, two weeks time we'll be back with a Chuck Tingle book review. Naomi again. And uh, some fun times to be had, I feel. And um, we'll uh, talk to you. We'll tell you a little bit more of our Japan escapades. Um, if I can remember what... Well, I'll listen back to the show and make a note of what we have covered and haven't covered. Because I, I think we missed all the stuff about my tattoo as well. So, uh, yeah. I'm well, such a dickhead. Uh, I'm <laughs> such a dickhead. la di da di da Yeah. Yeah. So, um, from us, a very... Pol- and from me especially, a very apologetic adieu until two weeks' time. But what you'll get will make up for what you lost because you never know what you lost but it was the best it was the best I will say that (laughs) Uh, from Naomi bye and of course from the ever present bungle bye no, ever present is like you're always here. Yeah, I know, but that's why I left that pregnant pause. Just yeah. like, <laughs> like you just I've just disappeared. No, I'm so angry. I fucked it off. Bye. <laughs> that would that would have been really funny if it was just like, oh wait, no, Bungle's Bungle has literally dropped Mike and fucked off. Yeah. <laughs> Can't work under these no. conditions. God damn it, you don't pay, pay me enough like for this. Sitting in front of my my chair and I've gone. Yeah. Just, I look up at the video and I'm like, oh shit. Um, the window. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. So yeah, again, sorry guys, but we'll be back in a couple of weeks with even more awesomeness for you. So uh, until then, strength and honor. Stay safe, boy. Boy. Hey guys, just wanted to let you know where you can get in touch with us if you want to give us any feedback. Um, so for myself, you can reach out to me uh, via email at nkw at ramblingstoners.com. Uh, you can email me at bungle at ramblingstoners.com. Um, and you can also tweet me at uh, rambling uh, at rambling Nero on Twitter. Um, and the same handle again uh, I can be reached at on Instagram at Rambling Nero uh, um, my Instagram is at Rambling Bungle <laughs> oh there you go we're nice and easy to find so uh, yeah do feel free to hit us up and say hello at any time uh, also check out our Facebook page the Ramble just search Rambling Stoners in Facebook we uh, ping us a message on there we'll always come back to you take care bye bye